Welcome to Two Baptists and That Amish Chick, a podcast brought to you by the Butter Churn Girls. I'm Leslie. And I'm Bethany. And I'm Berlin. Join us for candid conversations about organized religion, the good, the bad, the ugly, and how we broke free from it while holding on to our faith in God. In these candid conversations, you can expect to laugh, to relate, occasionally cry, and definitely hear a few cuss words. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform and follow at the Butter Churn Girls on all socials. Now for this week's episode. And I was going to speak to this, what Le- uh, Leslie was saying was, when you live in agreement, you don't need honor. If you all agree. Oh, damn. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think about that. that. If you live from agreement, you don't need honor because you all agree. There is no need to honor someone else that thinks differently than me, that is different than me, lives differently they than look me. look at them as the same. Shit. They're they all look at agreement as honor. Because yeah. exactly. That's why they use the word respect agreement, all the time. Yes. Well, damn. Thank you very much. <laughs> Precisely. So that's why there's so many people leaving and just done yeah because i don't agree so now i'm being disrespectful uh-huh why can't we and honor each other and love i'm sorry each other? i'm still way back <laughs> on the like what did you say when you all when you disagree <laughs> or you, when you all if agree you live from agreement you don't need honor if all your if your entire identity or friends or organizations or people that you Dang. do life with are all in agreement you don't need honor because you have nothing to disagree about. Uh-huh. It's all just differences in opinions of different views. That's not honor. That isn't disagreement. Because honor is seeing the value of something and calling it out. And value is based on individual what you are. Exactly. Identity. Wow. So this is actually how y'all get fired up. This is also <laughs> something I actually wanted to mention in the last episode, but it's coming back around, so I'm gonna mention it now. Yes, Here we go. go. Um go so the question why is not disrespect? If somebody like, and that goes for anything, church, your kids, whatever. If they ask why, that is not a sign of disrespect. Amen. It is literally them wanting to figure out and learn, right? Like yeah. it's an opportunity for them to learn how to operate. Yeah. Like it is not, oh, it's not disrespect for your kid to ask why. And you don't have in something you mentioned the last time was like, because I'm the husband or because I'm the dad, like, and I think we so often get that is like, because I'm the pastor and that's what I said. Yep. Like, why, why you need to trust me because I'm the pastor. But who put you in the pastor position anyway? The you church did. did. Or you did. Like, like you know, you're essentially. Not because you said so. You went to seminary. You went and learned the right things to say. How to say I it. mean, let's be real. Pastors now become a job when it actually supposed to be like the way someone functions as a person, a gifting they have. Preach. So yes. let's make that distinction. Yes. Yes. Like a pa- like just the way a pastor from scriptures would be a person who just genuinely is someone who naturally cares about we have a friend is named Bo. I was thinking but when I think about pastor I think of my friend Bo. Yeah. Bo would just like call me up be like hey what you doing? I was just thinking about you. How are you? It's good. Hey how's Lance doing? Like how's your husband? And like he'll just call mm-hmm. someone like just calls him up and checks on him or just steps by the house or just walks up and hugs everyone and you okay you like, okay everyone walks okay? alongside people's yeah like they're becoming yeah like i heard you're going through some yeah, heart how can i show up like the pastor good or what I yeah was yeah, this. yeah. See, i'm in the it's, whole process still of yeah it's just it's this it's like you you said That's berlin amazing. like and even the scripture where it talks about pastors prophets teachers evangelists um uh what's the other one the teacher you said no, teacher the one who does think like apostle 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 those five are meant to be a person who 
is a floor for other people to build on until everybody becomes aware that they have those same giftings mm-hmm. inside of them. Like it's not a job. It's not a position. No, it's not something no, no, no. labeled a certificate. No, 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 it's who you are, who, who God made you to be, to be a gift to other people. Doesn't mean you have to devalue yourself and just give yourself away. It means that you, you, you intentionally walk into a room knowing that you're a gift to everybody in this room and like for me like and not in a cocky way this no, is like no like, yeah not in like, a cocky way well, many times I'm, i don't want to interrupt yeah it's it, like for me i know i'm a prophet and so i know when i walk into a room everybody's ability to hear god gets elevated yeah they everybody's prophetic in the room everybody right. prophetic literally means your ability to hear god Mm-hmm. So everybody in the room can hear God because they're all God's kids. When I walk into the room, the gift that I am means I elevate everybody's ability to hear it's like God. like taking the him. cotton out of the ears. Yes. Everybody can hear him better because I'm in the room because I'm supposed to be there to make them aware that, oh my gosh, I can hear God for myself. It's not for me to bring honor to myself. And like the pastor's like, oh, look at me. I'm the pastor. I'm the prophet. Like nobody else. Yeah. No, you're literally supposed to help everybody else realize I can do the exact same thing they can do. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's a grace that it falls on people too, where when Bethany leaves the room, she isn't like, like, all right, guys, I'm leaving. You're going to hear God's taking it back. Yeah. It's about to decrease, like (laughs) hand it over. No, No. it's like, I'm just going to leave this here and I'm going to walk out. Yeah. I leave deposits wherever I go. And like, apostles right they're meant to like bring the solutions practically to the earth to build things Mm -hmm. and like they actually increase people's awareness like oh oh shit i can build things i can build something like i have the ability to build things inside of me and when they leave they don't take it with them Mm -hmm. they just leave that deposit and everybody's elevated in the room Mm -hmm. because of that i'm talking with my hands here so i'm waving (laughs) (laughs) anyway I really, I'm sorry. I took that on a tangent, but no, oh, we've been on <laughs> so many it. tangents so far on this. <laughs> like we just, we just use something as a trigger for an episode and then yeah. we just see where Holy Spirit mm-hmm. leads yeah. us. Yeah. For real. Can you repeat? I was going to say something. Can you repeat what you said about pastors being a role now or like the, they mm-hmm. basically it was a, a uh, it's about power now. And I think that's what happens when it's not your assignment or not yeah. who you are as a person when you do get ordained, quote unquote, mm-hmm. now you feel you have the power. People have to respect you. You throw your mm-hmm. power around now because that's yes. not who you are as a person. As your friend Bo, he mm-hmm. would never do that. No, in which I mean, he, he is, his position say, is a pastor. Yeah, but like but that's he, who he I, he's was not to he's not my pastor. Yeah, but guess what? Yeah, he he could work I don't anywhere. go to his church. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's my point. Like, is when people that are put in a position that isn't them, who they mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Who they are. Yes. They now feel that they have the power. And that's where all this toxic church culture and things like that gets yeah. created because it's not their assignment or not uh-huh. who they are, but yet they create power. So they feel powerful now. I think they feel there's important. Yeah. I think there's actually probably a lot of pastors who probably were supposed to be high level business people, Amen. probably supposed to be, oh, say that. Yes. but they walked into church yep. or youth group. I've got, I've got the Holy Spirit goosebumps right now. They Go walked into it. camp, right? Freaking oh, camp, church camp, camp where you are be a missionary or a pastor. That's like the highest thing. Or it's a woman, a pastor's wife. Cause you can't be a pastor. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> um, and so they're supposed to be running a fortune 500 
company as a CEO and they're over here pastoring a small church trying to stand up in their power wondering why it's not working because a pastor is supposed to be a person who goes dang you're hurting I need to walk alongside you and a person who's gifted to be a CEO does not have that favor on them like I go for me like I I, we have friends that joke about like, really could never be a pastor. I'm more no. like, like, make me a CEO of a company. Let me run that. I yeah. can, She's I like, can actually do that. Don't make me don't make, I'll yeah. just make myself I'll, I'll make one. Myself one. <laughs> I'll build my own company. But like, but like, but there's like, we all have these different positionings. And I think church mm-hmm. culture has made that place. And I even think about you give an example of like the, the founder, like of being a tailor. No, it was in the Mennonites, right? Jacob Ammon. Yes. He's, he's a, a t- I'm like, was he supposed to be a massive CEO? Yeah of a massive clothing company. And he was like, ah, but I gotta be a pastor because someone told him that was the highest calling, right? And now you've got this like- Why can't you minister years years letter? calling? Right, If, if you, yes. you wanna quote unquote, minister to the people as mm-hmm. you're supposed to be as a pastor, why can't you be a pastor? Or we're just gonna take this as a pastor here. Why can't you just do that in every role of your life? Yes, you're let's, supposed to. You're minister. supposed to exactly. That's let's my talk point. about the word you're minister. Not, yeah, let's yes. go for it. Come on. Like, what minister. does the word minister actually mean? Because it's such a freaking religious term. I'm it is one. not. <laughs> minister, like, I'll go for it. Dove, Dove works with the minister. Of, I just put our friend out there. Um, we have a friend. We have Dove. <laughs> like works in the UN and he works with the minister of finance, the minister of agriculture, like the minister. And they're not, they're not sitting, standing behind a pulpit. They're administrating this role. Like, how do you, what does it say? The verb. I like the verb. Uh, no, the, the noun. Well, the noun. No, but, but the I like the verb better. better. <laughs> okay. Attend, Attend to, to the, the needs, needs of, of someone. someone. Yeah. So like the minister the of finance, of the, the minister of finance and literally is like, how can I, well. how can I help the needs of the finance of mm. this country? What do they need? How can I bring that to the table when the UN, or I don't know how that works. I have no idea, but like for this country, when we get together as leaders, how can I represent finance well and what we need? And like how, like there's a lot of responsibility with ministry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like you running things and or 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 being a servant of like mm-hmm. making sure everybody has what they need. Or well, you let's know, put like, it even in a context that a lot of people are more familiar with within a yeah. school, the administration office, the people who run. It's like yes. the brain of the operation, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. So like think of the administration office, the principal, the secretaries, the you know vice principal, whatever. Like those people are the administrators or the ministry within a school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They make the, I love how you, what you said that the brains of an operation, mm-hmm. it's the brains. It's like, we make sure that everything's running. We make sure that things go where they need to go. That like everybody has what they need, like just brains, like somebody needs to be resources, that. logistics, you yeah. know, all yeah. the things. And so that takes it way out of just the religious mm-hmm. and it puts it in every single area of culture. Like there's administration in everything. And if you didn't have administration, you would have a shit show. Yeah. nobody would get what they need everybody would be like where the hell is my thing or where where's like i don't know what i'm doing like what i, I have I no kids like, or i have 50 in my room <laughs> like, right? like, yeah. like what's happening i don't what am i supposed to teach i don't know like it would nobody could do their job well right and i think that's why clarifying words language is so important it is when you talk about like berlin your thing on pastures was brilliant like but how many of us think about pastors as like, oh, oh, they sit up, stand up in front of the church and preach a sermon. And, and, and I think that's why a lot of times when in conversation we talk about a pastor, sometimes we end up, and I, this is probably just me and a couple of my friends, we go, oh, 
an eye roll. Yeah. Right? We're just like, oh, pastor. And I think that's why like our friend doesn't like that title either. Right. Like, no, he doesn't lead a church, but he's like, do not call me a pastor. Like, don't call yeah. me that because he knows the meaning of the word. He, yeah. Right. It's not and the so title. Under- it's what is the original meaning of it? What is yes. the, What does this person carry in their heart as a part of who they are? Cause they're like, that's not who I am. It's not critical of that. They right. Just, he just knows that's, that's, not, who no, he that's not him. That's mm-hmm. not the gifting he was given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And you don't have to be one of those five to actually have purpose. No. You like, have a gifting of those five. Oh, yeah. Yes. We all everybody, have everybody yeah. has, a grace. Yeah. Everybody has a grace of being <clears throat> a apostle, evangelist, teacher, pastor, and prophet. Like every, all of God's kids have it, no matter if they're aware of it or unaware mm-hmm. of it. They have it. It's like the five it's, love languages. Like we, yeah. all, we all have a piece of it. Yeah. Some, some of are more. And we feel love yeah. with all five. Yeah. But we feel yeah. it more with one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you, you might have a, an administrative gift, like really be really high in that. And that's amazing. And in, in like, that's like, that's part of your purpose, right? Like follow that. And yeah, I just, I think that's, we box things in so much and in, in like Christian, in Christian culture, I should say, in like, you know, religious culture. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're kind of the same thing at this point. I mean, are they, yeah, pretty yeah. Much. I mean, really they are like Christianity and religion kind of are the same thing. Why do, sorry, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah. Why do we call someone that does that then that is that type of person and speaks into people and things so polar opposite of systems? Why do we call them a heretic? Because they're questioning narratives. Exactly. So humans, we Religious people have created this culture or this system of or roles of what a mm-hmm. pastor is. This is his role. This is who he's designed to be. This is who he's supposed to be. Not who he's designed to be, who he's supposed to be. And he fits this narrative and that's all he is. Mm-hmm. We ordain them into a church. We or, or like we, yeah, mm-hmm. vote them in mm-hmm. and they have to submit to that calling now, whether that was their God-given gift or not. We literally play God in someone precisely. So wonder why churches fall apart and all this stuff, and then we call these other pastors that are like living in truth because that is who they're designed to be. Who God like that is their gift. They were a pastor before they were ever Mm -hmm. a part of a church. Yeah, they may not even they were they were on the playground checking on making sure everyone's okay. Calling out all these systems and calling in truth (laughs) or speaking in truth into these systems that disagree. Oh, they're a heretic. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. It's literally playing, God or they're over, or, or they're yeah. overstepping their bounds yep. because they're running around checking on people. Yep. They're showing up at the hospital to see if someone's okay because genuinely that's what they wanted to do. Exactly. But someone's like, "Oh, that's not their position." You should have been, you out of been line. in church uh, studying for Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should have been here. So why don't we let people people's why don't we let God call people to what they're supposed to be instead of us? making systems to where people have to submit to it in order to be something Does that or sense? creating new people. systems because yeah. there's so many people that end up in these same situations where they see that person up there actually speaking the truth doing what holy spirit and god has called them to do and they mm-hmm. go Mm-mm, not in our church we're mm-hmm. splitting that's why yeah. there's first baptist church there's second baptist <laughs> church there's main street baptist church i had southern, to find another street well, That's right, like the denominations, <laughs> and then like even within communities, right? We have First Baptist Church, we have Second Baptist Church, we have Main Street Baptist, we have Side Street Baptist. I don't know. Yeah. So, like <laughs> we have, Baptist. I would go to that one. <laughs> it's just boy bands. That's what yeah. most of it. Um, no, but like we also have people who are just like 
Mm-mm, I don't like that. And it's the one who has the like gusto to stand up and go, nope, who's coming with me? Yeah. And so they create themselves a platform. And this is why we have, mm, okay. Go this on. is why we have so many narcissistic leaders in church and wonder why yeah. we have a bunch of Christians walking around, not knowing what the hell they know, what the hell they believe. And they're just Who like, they are. Well, this person mm-hmm. said it. Mm-hmm. And then if they question, mm-hmm. they question the why that is disrespectful. How dare you question God? I'm not questioning God. I'm questioning you, sir. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not actually questioning you and your authority, but I'm questioning, like, I, I need more than that. Right. Mm-hmm. The way I'm wired, the way I'm built, I need, I want a little more. And yes, I've gone and researched it, but now I have a question and now I'm being shut down. So now my gifts that God gave me are shut down. Mm-hmm. And that's, oh, guys, I'm yes. sorry. No, don't apologize. No, this is actually something that's come up so much, and we and it's the churches that all the the one I'm thinking of specifically is one that wants revival so bad, keeps going after it, keeps going after it. I'm like, it's been seven years, and you've like filled your church out twice. Like maybe you need to like step back and get some perspective, and maybe even like look introspectively on like. Do you just need the platform with that kind of crowd? Because I don't think you want to know why God's not actually doing revival in the church right now. And yeah. he's doing it on a college campus instead. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm not even in there. Let's just start with oh, that. Yeah. Like, but you don't that, even have, you seen Holy Spirit. Though? <laughs> Listen, your concerns are valid. <laughs> no, they're not. No, I know. <laughs> they are not. No, for y'all. Don't even get me he's, started. I know. He's no. being, uh, I'm sarcastic. very sarcastic. I know. I've read a whole article about that. I'm sure you guys have too. But, <laughs> but like, mm, I don't even know where I was going anymore. So, so take it. I don't know. <laughs> and, and then we wonder why there's so many splits of Amish and Mennonite mm-hmm. and Baptists yeah. and like, this is where most of the splits come from, honestly. Like, the things we're talking about is where most people, they cannot value, they cannot value um, distinction or um, uniqueness. Like, but the thing is, you can't have that. You can't have unity without that. There's diversity doesn't exist outside. Like, you can't have unity without diversity. Amen. So you're literally killing your unity. And unity doesn't mean we all look the same and act the same and talk the same and think the same and like same. No, it it means we have a common goal. What's our common goal? Okay. Our common goal is to bring heaven to earth. Great. Anything outside of that is personal preference, Mm -hmm. opinion, what God told you to do, what Holy Spirit told you to do, how you dress. If you have tattoos, if you have earrings, if you had like piercings, if you have weird colored hair, like if you dress a certain way, if you decide to go to a bar, what? I feel like you're just Ever. targeting the people at the table. I know. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you're saying anything. She's like, oh, 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 like you. you have weird hair. You have, you, you go to bars. <laughs> like, that's that's I, can I think know. But like, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm unity is not what we, that's the thing. Like it, it pays to pay attention to what a word actually means. And what it means to someone, because sometimes yes. it can do so much in the conversation. Be like, can you explain to me what you, how you define that word? Right. Right. I was in a conversation online earlier, and they were talking about women being bold. And someone else is like, I'm not. She's like, well, I'm not bold. I just am confident in myself. I'm like, to me, that's bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was about yes. to say, what is the difference? I'm like, to me, that's <laughs> yeah. bold. And she thought it meant loud. Mm. Sometimes, right? Okay, and so like, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's both. 
but I'm like, so even just, even if you don't have the exact definition, sometimes it's dumb to argue over what the definition is. Yes. Sometimes it's just necessary to be like, can you explain to me what, how you yeah. would define that word? What because that clears you, it up. Exactly. What does that word mean to you? Okay. Now I know what you're talking and about. And it ends so many arguments. I think yes. that's 99.9% yes. of all internet drama is because no one has any context. Mm -hmm. Yes. That, listen. And if you have a grooming, you don't need context to yeah. honor each other. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Well, and even just like that. all think the same. Exactly. And even just this, this past few days, like, you know, you being in town, Matt, and us having conversations and me realizing like the words he's using don't mean what I, what I use them as mm -hmm. to mean. So let me ask him what he means by that. And when I asked you what you meant by it, I was like, Oh, he means exactly what I would mean when I use this word. Mm -hmm. and, and that's again, the word I was thinking of. Disrespect. Yeah. No, no, I was it's trying to understand. understand. I was trying to understand him. Like, okay, what do you mean by that? Mm -hmm. And then he'd expound, and I was like, oh, yeah, totally understand Welcome that. To what you're trying to out of context. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. We want to speak the same language, but use the same words. Uh -huh. You got to use, we're all speaking the same language, but we, we're using different words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we can't do that because we're taking out of context now because this is what the word says but i think this that's, is only what it means that's yeah. what a language becomes too like yeah exactly it becomes language when you begin to understand each other mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what takes it from being words like i even think like we were setting up all the lights and stuff to get the camera ready and bethany and matt were talking to each other and all of a sudden they just switched to like dutch and german because they could communicate better i'm like stop it you guys but <laughs> that was them being like hold on let's take this from like words and make it to communication and language oh like, that's gonna, really good like, Ooh, I, that. I never thought of it like, that like, way. we're gonna yes. understand each other better if we just switch the way that we say this because all of a sudden we know that we have the same understanding of this yeah. so much better and that we think Oof. better from this perspective so we're going to mm -hmm. switch it real quick and i rasped on him about it i'm like you guys it. are talking about it. this but like <laughs> but like when you dive into what do you actually mean by this please explain that I, my husband i had it like a three-quarters of an egg argument one day over the words tactics and strategies because i'm like it's the same thing he's like no it's not mm -hmm. but once we actually sat down oh wow it's not the same thing Mm -hmm. Oh, this makes sense now. And that happens in relationships, friendships, faith, all those things. So sometimes you have to get really into the nitty gritty. And we talked about relationships and intimacy and all of that in um, the last episode we did when we talked about purity culture with Matt here. But like, in order to get to that place of intimacy and relationships, like, you've got to be willing to dive into those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to have that, that's how you're going to, and, and you will build so much more honor in each other when you have those yeah. we go, oh wait a minute now i now i understand yeah. you yeah and when you do speak with that here's a thought just came to mind when you do speak to someone i want to know what this word means for the same language you listen to learn not to critique or respond or respond yeah precisely you are present fully present listening to learn from this person mm -hmm. so you can see it's going to, it's the same, like you learned that through that. This is the same language, just different words. Whereas if your only base is off, or like the only basis is off words, differences in words, you never have to listen to learn. You just, oh, well, that's a word. I don't agree with that word. Mm -hmm. So now I don't have to listen, or I'm going to listen to critique or to, you know, disagree with you. And when then, you actually learn that if you listen to understand their language, you're using different words, but speaking the same thing. And you're broadening your language yeah, as well. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You begin to realize that words have so many different meanings. It's true. Like 
the word impact might mean something to somebody that doesn't mean to me. And if I don't take the time to listen to them and understand what they mean by mm -hmm. that word, what they're trying mm -hmm. to communicate, I will miss the other facet of that word. Yeah. Because we're all living words. I mean, think about uh, it. Yeah, if, so, if someone's like, exactly. I was driving and I made an impact. Someone could think I was driving and all of a sudden I smashed into the wall. Someone yeah. else may think I was driving a school bus full of kids and I got them to school. So that made an impact on their lives. Right. Yeah, I was the first. I was like, I don't know where she's going. Yes. <laughs> Leslie's always for hitting somebody or something with her car. No, I mean, but like, like the one phrase that completely changes that like someone could say that and yeah. it means something completely different to different people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My favorite actually like situate or words with this one is nice and kind, right? Mm -hmm. Like if somebody says like, you're nice, I'm like, do they really know the definition first? Like it does take a little emotional intelligence on my part. Cause I do not, I'm not a fan of the word nice. Mm. Cause if you look up the word nice, the root of the word is stupid. And I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> but, um, like I would Good. much rather always She's a nice girl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're gonna have words here in a minute. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but like, I have always wanted to be known as kind. And one, one time I actually heard the definition or somebody talk about nice requires lying. Kind is always truthful. Sometimes kindness hurts, but it's always out of truth and growth. Cause sometimes growth and stretching is like tough, right? Yeah. Like, and it, it does hurt. Like there's a level of pain there, but to be nice, it's complacent. You sit back, go ahead. What do you got? It feels like when church. you are nice and you do say that you're just saying it just you're to be nice. Stupid. You are being stupid. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. not only hurting yourself by just not speaking truth yeah. you're hurting them as well which i mean i do understand that my yeah. distaste for the word nice <laughs> is actually tied to a previous boss yeah, a nice christian thing. girl would do this and i was uh, like okay and i sat there and i didn't do it and i'm like you can think what you want like yeah, i don't really <laughs> care i'm not interested in being a nice christian girl right now i'm like standing up for myself yeah you know and so like that was the kindest thing i could do in that situation was okay, keep my mouth shut and not act. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I was acting towards her in kindness and not, you weren't being nice. You were being kind. Did I say nice just then? No, you said, Oh, kind. I was like, wait, yeah, I don't know. No, 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 she was being okay. nice. Even if you did, she was being nice. Great. Yeah. Yeah. She was being that's nice. Kind. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's one of those, those two simple words that everyone has an understanding of and everyone uses almost daily. Right. Like I think understanding the roots of language and yeah. also what people mean cultural, behind the word cultural definition yes is so yeah. huge and i think honestly i do think it's probably little differences like this i can't believe they said x y and z from the pulpit well they probably meant the same thing that you believe yeah. you just never one you probably weren't you maybe you weren't allowed to go ask yeah but also like maybe it's different mm -hmm. right like either you didn't get the chance to ask or you just didn't ask and assumed and so everyone yeah. split directions because if yeah. you really look at the church it's like split after split after split, after split. <laughs> yeah, it is. yeah like it is they all come from the same origin essentially we've just it all, all came from jesus yeah. yeah but then after that like listen I don't want my theology from halfway down the tree. I want it from the top. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's good. I don't that's want good. it. That's good. Leslie. <laughs> yes. It's very good. I don't want it from halfway down the tree or a hundred years ago. I want it from yeah. 2000 years ago. I yeah. want it from as close to the source as I can possibly get it. Yes. And so I don't just read the Bible. I 
find other historical pieces. I find other information so I can understand. Like I want to, I want to, you're talking about listening to understand. I want to read to understand. I don't want to read just to Mm. like kill a quota. Mm, Hit my 30 minutes today. I'm good. Let's go. You know, like there's so, mm, I think a lot of the splits and a lot of the misunderstanding within the church and denominations and even within like the reason so many of us are deconstructing is because we weren't allowed to ask. Mm. We were shut down or honestly, like, let's be honest. I was scared to ask some questions. Yeah. Right. Like, I think we've even had this conversation. I don't mm. remember. Yes, when, but like, I was scared to ask questions because I, w- I had been shut down in different, different aspects. And I had a question and they're like, you don't have an answer until you're older. Like you can yeah. get an answer later. Well, I'm not going to ask it in five years. Right. Right. Like I'm, I have these concerns now. What good right. does it do me to ask in five years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to so, add to your anxiety mm-hmm. of not having a question and always exactly what it is. Or it'll create more questions to ask when you get to that point. So you, if you, if you're not allowed to, but if they keep shutting now, it down, just keep building and building yeah. and mm-hmm. building until oh, now you're old and now you can ask that one question. You have that. Well, now I've got 15 other questions. So yeah, well, save it to later. And at that point, you're so defeated and burnt out. It's so yeah, much it's easier to just it. walk away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason so many people leave church or like have so much church hurt mm-hmm. is because they were never giving that space to question for learning, not to question theology or to question. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. You sometimes it's okay to like you can question the father to learn more about him and learn more about yourself. But so many people get hurt from church because the pastors shut them down or these mm-hmm. leaders shut them down. Mm-hmm. Well, then, all right, fine. If I can't even ask questions to you, why would I ask God then? Yeah. I, there's true. so much, like there's such a, mm-hmm. like a mirror. I, I almost don't like to use the word mirroring, but like how you interact with or see your father, you're oftentimes going to see God because he's the earthly yes. representation. Yes. And so yeah. even the same with a pastor, right? I was about to say the same thing. So like, if you're shut down by your father or by your pastor, why the hell do you think you can go to God who yeah. is like so much higher, mm-hmm. right? right. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you think you can go to him? Yeah. And honestly, one of the most freeing things was the day I got mad at God. Ooh. It took a while to come around, but I, it was finally like, I was like, God, what the hell? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? That I feel like and I have a different perspective now, but I was like, I feel like you just dropped this in my lap and I don't know what the hell to do with it. Like, what do I do with this pile of crap? Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like I got the short end of the stick and I have no idea how to do any of this. And it, it took us a while, but it was finally like, that was honestly part of that reconstruction. And it led me down that road of like finding Holy Spirit and finding all these other things. Holy Spirit was always there. I just never learned mm-hmm. about it. Right? Right. right. Um, And so like getting mad at God, like, listen, God's big enough to handle your anger. Yeah. And anger at the pastor, anger at your father, anger at whoever, whoever might be in leadership that like hindered you, mm-hmm. like God's big enough to handle that. Right. And he's honestly got all the answers to help you through that. Yes. Well, Don't yeah. like, listen, you might not have been able to ask the question to them, but you can ask him. Uh, yeah. That's good. And so here's free. the deal. You also have ears to hear. Like God didn't create you to go and go mm, ear must. She can't listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like God gave you ears to hear a mind to know like Mm -hmm. a heart to just like feel, you know, he gave you everything you possibly need to hear him and get an answer from him. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, this episode took a turn. It went <laughs> all directions yes. that we did not expect. We love those. But it was yeah. good. That yeah, was good. it was real good. <laughs> Lots of bunny trails that were really good. So, yeah. Do we have anything on that else? note. On that note. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything no, else. No, I think we're good. Again, thanks, Matt, for being here. Yes, thanks yeah. for having me. It's yeah. good to be on. Yeah, we love having you. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as we did. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you got a lot out of it. <laughs> You had to. Thoroughly <laughs> entertained. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else you were going to say. Um, but be sure to um, follow us on social media if you haven't yet. And um, share this with a friend who you thought of, if you thought of anybody, which I'm sure you probably did. So anyway, you guys have a great one. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. See you guys.